He was a Cosby fan at heart, it's clear. He searched and found a Cosby hair. He spent ten long years and built a cloning machine. And now he's accomplished his wonderful dream to make a house of Cosby's. It's a house of Cosby's. Pour a bowl of cereal and turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons, please don't bother me. I could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills and be responsible. But today it just doesn't feel possible. Let's talk about life and death and everything between. Things that keep you up at night and idiosyncrasy. Public bathroom etiquette and matches we can't see. Girls needs to know where the nature of reality. Let's talk about life and death and everything between. Breakfast foods and bad times and cartoons on the TV. Breakfast foods and bad times cartoons on the TV. Pepsi? What is going on with Pepsi? I don't know. You saw just, it, not me. I got on Twitter to, to tweet a dumb joke that you made in your half-asleep haze. It was pretty and, dumb. And there were like 500 tweets making fun of Pepsi. And so I was like, let's find out what's going on. Did they get hacked? No. Okay. They released a commercial, in the, I think yesterday, that was... I, I don't know how to describe what I watched. Okay. It was essentially... Uh, let, let me just walk you through what, what happened okay. here. And you you tell me what this is. Okay. So, you heard the music playing from my phone. There, there's like a... Reggae? Sort of like a dramatic world music okay. something. Okay. About, uh, you know, people and being free and... And etc. Mm-hmm. And it shows a, a like a protest march of a lot of hip-looking young people. Uh, you know, a lot of good-looking, thin, hip people <laughs> holding up like peace and love signs, mm-hmm. all in blue and white. And they're marching through the street to this dramatic soundtrack. And as they they go, they're like picking up people along the way who see the movement and they're like yeah and there's lots and lots of pepsi cans present okay and, you know it's it's like artists and photographers and musicians and they they're all joining in the fight and then they pass by i think kylie jenner okay okay who's in the midst okay. of a photo shoot and, and a guy gives her a nod and she's like Fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm joining the revolution. And she throws off her blonde wig and she starts marching with the the fucking Pepsi posse. Yeah. And they come up against a line of police officers. Uh-huh. And wouldn't you know it, a, a, a pretty girl with dark skin goes up to them and hands them a Pepsi as though she were... Putting a daisy Ooh. in the barrel of a rifle uh-huh. and diffuses the entire situation. That cop, he, he cracks open that. Yeah. Puts that sweet, sweet Pepsi up to his lips. <laughs> and then he takes a sip. And you know what he does? He smiles. He gives a little nod, a like, yeah. And then he looks at. He turns to the cop in line next to him. And he gives him, like, a shrug, like a. Hey, you know, maybe this Pepsi revolution isn't so bad. (laughs) And then that was the end.
Is there like and a what the fuck? Is there a part two where all the protesters are screaming because they got tear gas in their <laughs> face? Oh, shouldn't shouldn't make uh and like a police gas. officer is beating someone shouldn't, with shouldn't a riot. Make any police gas jokes right now? Why didn't something happen? Yeah, uh, yeah, a little, a little something over in old Syria. You oh, know, the Syria thing. Their, I saw that. They're having their issues. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, possibly the Russians uh, used nerve gas on hundreds of civilians, but you know, who knows? Was there not Pepsi readily available to defuse the situation? You know, if there had been, lives might have been saved. <laughs> instead, a bunch of kids died. So, you know. did Pepsi like? Did they like have this commercial ready to go in the can, and then the Syria thing in happened, the can, and then they went? <laughs> Were they like open it early? No, I. Well, you know the uh, the like sixties or early seventies Coke commercial, right? The like I like to teach the world to sing about fucking Coke and how delicious it is. I'm well, not sure if it's I'm basically familiar. it's like a big sweeping shot of like hands across America of people of all races and creeds and just enjoying coke together because uh-huh. coke brings people together and makes world peace and so uh, i think pepsi is like well that hippie stuff was good back then but what's going on now <laughs> and then they were like we're gonna remake this hipsters this we're gonna remake this coke commercial with the new hippie the protester What's funny is that you get paid for being in a commercial, which means these people were literally paid protesters. <laughs> Kylie Jenner is a paid protester for Pepsi. Um, RV hasn't wanted to play for like days, and now he's like, "Hey, I got a ball! I got a ball!" And he's I was real insistent <laughs> about it too. Um, I had a question about it. Uh, about the, about the Pepsi, uh, what were like what were like people making fun of them for? Uh, Ron Funches <laughs> tweeted out He's a, a guy photo I like of the back of his uh, like the back of a hatchback open, just like filled all the way up to the windows with two liter bottles of Pepsi, <laughs> and he said, "Y'all can laugh, but this is how I'm driving through L.A. from now on." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we should keep a couple of cans of Pepsi in the car when we go out. Way to go, Ron Funches. He's uh, awesome. We actually we had a run-in with the uh, the police a couple nights ago. I thought you were going to say we had a run-in with Ron Funches. I mean, we did, but that was a, a while back. Yeah, he had an NWO shirt on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you lied to the police the other day. I did not lie to the police. I 100% told the truth to the police. I don't even know why you felt the need to lie. I didn't lie. I don't know why the fuck you keep saying I lied to the police. I did not. We pulled over there. There was no need to lie. I didn't. I totally... I, I said all the information that they needed to know. They were totally cool with it. And we got on with our lives. The end. Go ahead, tell the people how you lied. So we were playing Pokemon. We pulled over at a spot where this this uh, hotly contested gym is, and we were battling. Is it the corner of an intersection? Yeah. Um, but there's plenty of room. It's it's a wide intersection with a, a broad shoulder. So we pulled over, 
uh, you know, blinker on just for safety. And uh, we were we were playing the game, and then the police pulled up behind us. A very attractive young blonde. It was almost like the the start of a a one of those blue movies. Um, <laughs> she comes up and uh, asks. Have if, you ever referred to them as that before? Yes. Okay. Well, when when police are involved, you call them blue movies. <laughs> wow. Blue movies matter, Maverick. I don't you're, know if you've heard this. You're on fire blue, right now. Blue movies matter. So. She, she comes up and I'm like, oh, oh, here we go, and I, uh, I rolled down the window, and I just looked expectantly like, yes, I, I, I believe you have something to say to me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> we, here. We've no quarrel yeah. with you, man. Yeah. And, and so she looks back at me like, yeah, and finally she goes, is there something we can help you with? Which was a very nice way to, to open things, I have to say. And uh, I was like, oh, no, we, we pulled over. I was like, I pulled over to use the phone, which is what I was doing. I was fucking around on my phone. You're not supposed to drive and, and play on your phone. So I pulled over. What a good like, boy you look like. And Maverick like. was like, you're lying. Why are you lying to the police? You looked like such a good boy. By uh, being a, a good little boy who pulled over. Hey, you know who likes good little boys? The police. <laughs> I just... I, it's funny because I've almost always had very... Well, maybe not always, but I, I've had some unpleasant <laughs> police encounters in my day. I just don't know why it would have altered the situation in any negative way for you to just tell her that we were playing Pokemon Go. I mean, how many details do you need to give to someone who's just like, hey, how move many along. details do you need to leave out? Like, you're not an African American male. Like, she wasn't gonna, like, hit you with a riot stick and sprinkle some cocaine on your body. You realize how messed up that is? That you, that you were just like, well, you're fine. You're white, so the cops won't murder you. I mean, that's a, that's a Chappelle show joke. Yeah. Um,. But, like, why are you being so secretive is what I want to know. I don't think I was at all. I don't know why you think that this is an issue. I've heard a million stories from a million sources about people who were approached by the police. And they said, oh, hey, sorry, I was just playing Pokemon Go. There's no difference between me saying, oh, hey, I was playing Pokemon, or me saying... I was using the, my phone. The difference is that you lied. I did not fucking lie. It's not a lie. What was I doing? I was using my goddamn phone. Now, now fuck you. But what? I just don't see why you felt the need to massage the truth. I didn't feel the need the to do anything. I just said what was happening, and she was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, why don't you pull up there? What now, I'm trying to the, get uh, at... Jackalodian. As you you called me a liar. What I'm trying to get at is that we were there battling a gym, which is you have to be in that exact spot to yeah. battle a gym. And she made us move because you told her a lie. If you told her the truth, she might have let us stay. I really don't think so. The we'll one, never know. I'll, the, uh, the one thing she said was, there's still some traffic coming through here even though it's late. Can you go ahead and pull up to that parking lot? And I was like, sure. 
You need to at least admit that like, we'll never know. I need to be in this spot where you don't want me to be so that I can play with my phone here because I can't play with it over there. I, I think she would have been like, uh, yeah, just go ahead and, and move along. Then she might have beat me with a nightstick and sprinkled crack on me. If I told her I was battling imaginary monsters, that that's a case for, for crack sprinkling if there ever was one. I just... You look like such a, a sad, homeless nun right now with a dirty orange blanket pulled up over your head. All bundled up like like you've had the flu for six months and you've been homeless for the most recent three. And cold and tired. I just don't see why you needed to say what you said. I said what I said. Everything worked out fine. The end. I just tallied up the results of our WrestleMania bet. Did you? Yeah. How about we make a new bet where none of this matters because our fucking mower won't start? Well, that is true. You won. I did. Yeah. Whew. You you would have lost by two points if I hadn't given you the 1.5 buffer. So it's a good thing I didn't give you two points Ooh. buffer because you would have clobbered me, but you won by three points because you had the the 1.5 buffer instead of me. Knowledge. I mean, you knew all the names that I threw at you, right? Not you all probably of them, didn't but know, most of them. You probably didn't know anything about any of the stories or who had what title or anything, but you knew all no. the names. We watched the WrestleMania. Yeah. It was an event that took place. I didn't think it was that bad. I heard a lot of people bitching about it afterwards. Everyone's just all butthurt because Undertaker lost and he might never come back. Somebody I, I at work am butthurt me. about the pay-per-view. Somebody asked me at work, they were like, do you think he's coming back? And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, has anyone ever like said, I'm done with wrestling and then never had another match ever again? There's probably so, not many. No, there's not many. I was going to say one example, but since you mentioned not many. What, what was the one example? A wrestler who's frequently brought up on this podcast, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So when he said, I'm done, he, he's never come back? He didn't even say he was done till after the match. Him and Vince decided beforehand that it would be his last match, and then they didn't tell anyone, they didn't publicize it. And then I think the next day he was like, "Yep, that was it." Wow! It wasn't was it, even. It was wasn't it even very. Not even remarkable in any way. It was his third WrestleMania match against The Rock, and it wasn't very good. Did he win? No. Hmm. Good wrestlers lose on the way out the door. Really? You go out on your back, as they say. Interesting. Yeah, and Taker is very much that guy. Um you know, not to discredit your friend at work, but I very much doubt we will ever see The Undertaker in the ring ever again. Really? I would not be surprised if other than his Hall of Fame induction, we don't ever see him on TV ever again because he's just not that character. The more you see that character, the more it loses its power. And also, he's not that guy. Mark Calloway is that guy who wants to go ride motorcycles with his young hot wife and then just yeah. be out of the public eye. But I can imagine it, 
in a year's time, he gets inducted into that Hall of Fame. Right. And then that, that happens a week before WrestleMania? Uh, well, it used to be the Saturday before WrestleMania. Now it's the Friday before WrestleMania, so two days before. And I, I, it seems not terribly unlikely to me that he might make a little pop in. Because they, they no, usually no, no, no. make of an appearance course. on the show, so maybe he'll come back in some way to interfere with a match mm-hmm. to fuck over Roman or something to get revenge. No, I mean, no, he no. already dug that grave, Maverick. <laughs> he dug the grave. He had the stone etched. That's not cheap. He's not going to let that go to waste. He will definitely... He might have to change the date on it, though. He will definitely accept his Hall of Fame induction. He will definitely make a speech at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Will he be there as the Undertaker, or will he be there as just just a guy? Just Chad. When That's his name, make, right? Chad the Undertaker? Chad <laughs> T. Taker. Uh, the, <coughs> the speech he will probably give as Mark Calloway, I think. And then... Chad Calloway. He will for sure, 100%, be at WrestleMania 34. Because, well, unless he doesn't get inducted next year. Or if he doesn't survive. Well, but you, he's not uh, a young man, you, uh, I mean, he's only 50 but in wrestling years. That's like a hundred. Uh, he will, uh, he will for sure be at WrestleMania because there's always a segment where mm-hmm. everyone comes out that got inducted that year and waves to the crowd. Right. So he'll, he'll be there, which means there's potential for him to unleash some mayhem. I suppose. Yeah. You know, this is my quick opinion on WrestleMania for anyone who cares what I have to say. If the card isn't going to be good, then I think WrestleMania needs to be a spectacle. There needs to be an awesome set and an awesome arena with fireworks and cool entrances. And There was that this year. There was fireworks. There was entrances. There was a roller coaster. No, I disagree. The set was lame. There were a very limited number of what I'll call half-cool entrances. Triple H had the only cool entrance of the night. What did he do? I don't even remember that. He had the big three-wheeled motor... I think you were out of the room. He had the big three-wheeled motorcycle. And his wife was riding on the back. Yeah, and then there was like a line of police motorcycles. But like... Did you miss Bailey's entrance? I saw Bailey's entrance. I wouldn't even call hers the coolest one in that match... Because Charlotte's entrance, she had the awesome peacock jacket, and they did the, like, wide zoomed out shot with her and the fireworks behind her. Yeah. But once again, that's only half a thing. Because when you think of a WrestleMania entrance, there's more to it. Like, for example, WrestleMania 31, not a very good card, but it was spectacular. Rusev came out on a fucking tank. Like, that's not Charlotte coming out and they zoom out wide and there's fireworks. He's on a fucking tank. Well, they can't give you a tank every time, Maverick, because then then the tank becomes nothing. Do you, I don't think you were there. You do expect you, the tank. It's. Do not you remember Triple H's thirty-one entrance? No, I don't. I don't know wrestling things. He was a Terminator. <laughs> oh. And I just found so out. He, like he came from the future, completely nude, and then he had to beat up some. He had to he had to murder Bill Paxton to get a jacket. Yes. Uh. <laughs> I just found out that Tom Savini worked on his Terminator outfit. Interesting. And, get this, I just found out yesterday that, uh, remember the opening match of the night, the, maybe it wasn't, it was like the second match, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? Yeah. 
Okay, there was a guy who got eliminated second in that match. There's 33 guys in the match, and two of the second guy got eliminated. So we're talking eight seconds. Was my pick the first guy, or are you talking about this past one? The match from a couple of days ago. Okay. Uh, the guy who got eliminated second. So we're talking about eight seconds into the match. Mm-hmm. He was removed, and this is the second match of the night. I just found out that Tom Savini made him like a special, awesome mask to wear. Wow. And he was in that match for less than 10 seconds. <laughs> I wonder how much that cost. How much that set back the WWE. Mm, I don't or, know. I mean, Or him personally. I, this was also me finding out that Tom Savini is a wrestling fan, so maybe he maybe he did it for freezies. Cut, cut him a deal? Yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about this week? I don't know. What do you got in your notes there? Well, just can I bring up a thing organically? What, what's your thing? Uh, I saw a crazy thing while playing Pokemon Go. Okay. So, Crown Hill, mm-hmm. the golf course. The, there's the golf course, Crown Hill. Oh, not the golf course. Excuse me, I'm tired. The uh, the cemetery. Excuse me. The really big entrance gate, not the like crappy half-ass gate that yeah, we always go into. Yeah, the cool, to. glorious-looking one. Yeah, the ornate one. There's like a driveway that goes up to mm-hmm. it. I was driving past that driveway, and standing at the end of the driveway, like by the road, there was an old guy just playing golf right there, like just hitting golf balls into the street. Now your your little slip of the tongue makes way more sense. It ruined the whole story. Yeah, it did. Well, now we can call it Crown Hill Golf Course. I was like, should I call the police? Wait, was he hitting balls into the cemetery? No, into the street. From the cemetery? Yeah, like from the front lawn. And I said something to Krista, and she goes, oh, yeah, I've seen that guy. He does it all the time. There's, like, homes across the street. I know. Homes and churches and some businesses. Yeah. Where are these balls going? I mean... I could draw you a picture, but he was just hitting them, like, down Boulevard Place. And when you go to There's, like, always two cops parked there, but there wasn't this When you go to the driving range, it's like you you get... Someone goes and picks all the balls up. What happens to the ball? He's just, like, knocking them out there and just, like, "Eh, whatever. Maybe that guy was doing a string of home invasions afterwards to get his balls back. Maybe. That was his cover. He can, like go peep into windows and get real close to them. If he gets the, the cops out on him, they'll be like, shine the flashlight. They'll be like, oh, I was just looking for my balls, officer. <laughs> Did, uh... I'm not playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, don't <laughs> tell the police you're playing Pokemon Go ever. Uh, I mean, that one guy uh, did get shot and killed by a security officer while playing Pokemon <laughs> Go. I mean, if you'd brought that up earlier, I would have just shut up. I mean... <laughs> What are you going to say to that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that guy got shot. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he really is, though. Mm-hmm. Did you have any good Pokemon Go adventures this week? No, we're just having to battle a lot. Not oh, more than yeah. One particular guy is trying to mess with us, and we're, we're going sh- to show him what for. How did your experience at the body shop go? Did you get a new body? Mm-hmm. You didn't notice? <laughs> uh, I thought I upgraded. You wanted a new vessel. Uh, uh, 
you know, I was in that, you I was had in a to minor accident, and it's a very, very long, ongoing process. You had to, to have been there. a little work done. You had to have been there less than 10 minutes. Uh, 10 or 15. Like, I got there a little bit early, and they were ready. I got right in. Well, what I want to know is, is it a thing where you could have just sent them a picture? Probably should have been able to, but they want to actually look at it, because he got in there. The, 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 uh... It insurance wasn't, adjuster just came and snapped some photos. I was like, that was it? So what I want to know is, it wasn't like the guy just walked up and went, okay, this much money, and then walked away. No, he had to make copies of all the paperwork so that they have the insurance estimates and all that. And then, But I mean, when it comes to looking at your car, and, and then order parts. He like actually like touched it and yeah, he, fondled your he, car and he, stuff. He did touch my car a little bit. Okay. And it took like 15 minutes. He didn't... I don't know if I'd call it a fondle, but he he did put a finger in it, so... (laughs) Was it uh, the kind of scenario... Wait, God, I can't talk. Was it an amount of money that the insurance will pay for? Supposedly. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Um, What do you want to talk about? Um, Well, I, I saw an animated film recently that was real good. Moana. No, that was that was a while ago, and we've talked about that. Kubo. Yeah, Kubo and the Two Strings. I saw an animated film this week. Well, well, can I finish talking about Kubo? No, fuck you. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, so mine was a joke anyway. I saw Kong Skull Island, which just has a lot mostly mostly animation. They, they, Tom Hiddleston's not in that movie. They just <laughs> animated him. I couldn't. They, they couldn't. They couldn't. I book couldn't him. decide. If Tom Hiddleston or Brie Larson is hotter in that movie, they're both just so hot in that movie that I was like, <laughs> "Yikes!" Okay, right now, yeah. Let's say I have Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson right here, and they're both going, "Come here, Maverick! Come here!" Well, come here. and they're they're vying for your affection. IRL, it's Brie Larson. But in this movie, you should have seen the way they were both dressed and like the the post coloring effects on that movie. They both looked super super hot. Okay. I didn't know Tom Hiddleston was in it. For I didn't see him in one trailer. He's in all of the trailers. I didn't see him in any of them. I guess I was too mesmerized by Kong, but he's definitely the star of the movie. Wait, wait. So now you're saying Kong was mesmerizing. Which is it? Brie Larson? In the trailer, is it King Kong? In the trailer, Kong was mesmerizing. But in the movie, Brie Larson was... Stole the show? Hot, hot, hot. Okay. <laughs> so it, was it good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was good. I wanted to see it, but, you know, it didn't work out. It uh, It's still in theaters, and I recommend you see it there rather than at home. Yeah, I, I do get the movie experience. Like, you gotta go for the experience now. And there's definitely something to that. But, like, if I can't appreciate... If you didn't make a movie good enough to be appreciated on a small <laughs> screen... Like, if you have to see it 80 feet high with, like, exploding sounds all around you... I mean, you, you're not going to see Kong Island for the story. I guess. It's like a roller coaster, you know? Except Look, I, if you can't I would... make a roller coaster that I can enjoy in my living room, you haven't made a good roller coaster. <laughs> good, that's good. I, I mean, I'll admit, I went to go see a matinee showing of this roller coaster, mm. and it was nine dollars for a matinee. Where did you go? Greenwood. Yeah, you didn't go to Landmark. I know that. 
And what's their matinee price? Cheaper than that. I know. Isn't that fucking ridiculous? Yeah. Uh, and I'd already seen all the trailers. Might as well go to Studio Movie Grill if you're going to pay that. Yeah. Um, and they'll bring you the wrong food. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, they had, uh, they did uh, Ghost in the Shell, The Mummy, and Planet of the Apes 3. Oh, is that how? Which one? Planet of the Apes? Yeah. July 12th, I think. Maybe June 12th. What do you think of the trailer? I want to see it. It looks awesome. Yeah, it looks awesome. Every one of those movies has been great. Yeah. I mean, the first one's, like, good. Yeah. But what... Man. That, when them monkeys get on a roll. Whew. But, like, <laughs> it's, it's sequels, great. typically... I mean, you're talking about a sequel to a remake, you know... Yeah, and... Th- that means Usually, bad. remake and or sequel is, like, a... Whew, right. Well, it'll, it'll make some money, but... Right. That second one, if you've not taken the time to see it, I don't remember the name of the particular film. It's impossible to keep the name straight because they don't make any sense. Yeah. It's like if you named it, like, Planet of the Apes 2, but you're like, wait, but that one comes first. And the second one, it's chronologically second. It came out second. But that one's called called Planet of the Apes 1. And people would be like, well, huh, that's an interesting way to go about it. The one it. with Carrie Russell. It's real good. Go James, enjoy it. Call it the James Franco one. People don't no, know. No, no, no. I'm talking about the second one that you really got to see. James okay, Franco's yeah. in the first one. Which is, I mean, like, I guess you need it for... It's good background. Yeah. And it's a decent movie. It's, it's, it's good. I'm not knocking it at all. It's just it wasn't, like, really impressive. And that second one kind of blew me away, you know? The second one is, is just fucking incredible yeah it's really great <laughs> it's really really great i i would i think if it were up to me to name it i would just call it planet of the apes this is why we can't have nice things <laughs> like it's a whole movie about how like one fucking dick in the bunch can ruin <laughs> everything <laughs> you know uh i know you're gonna yell at me about this later because you're going to see Kong Skull Island and you're going to be like, you said it was good. Mm. There's a couple of like, there's just a couple throughout the movie. But they uh, wink at the camera yeah, jokes, which yeah. you hate so It's a so big greatly. budget movie and I went in with my brain off to make sure I would enjoy the film. But like... At the opening scene, they're like, please make sure all cell phones and brains are turned off. They, they should do that before every Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> they don't have to warn people who paid to go Ooh, see the Fast and Furious to turn off their brains. Zing. Uh, I'm gonna warn you about one the the one wink of the camera joke that you're gonna like throw your remote at the TV <laughs> for. Uh, there's a scene where a bunch of helicopters are taking off, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson is on his headset and he's talking to everybody in all the helicopters. And as they're after he finishes his speech, he goes, "And as always, remember, hold on to your butts." <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> so they Wait, just... While they were taking off, it was like, spared no expense. What's that from? Are you serious? I don't know. Fucking Jurassic Park. I don't... The old man says it like 80 times in that movie. Can I tell you a secret? You've never seen Jurassic Park? I don't remember him being in that movie because I didn't know who that was when I was a little kid. I only <laughs> right. know that that's a... I don't only know that happens because it's a famous cinema line. It is. I like. I don't even. I couldn't even tell you what scene he's in. 
He's the guy who runs the computers in the control room. Okay. And all those dramatic moments where they're trying to, like, get the doors to lock or turn on fences, that that's him. Okay. I probably don't recognize him because he wears glasses. I probably don't recognize him because that movie came out when I was five, and I definitely didn't know who Samuel L. Jackson was. So you was. haven't seen Jurassic Park since the age of five. You, like, saw it once, and you're like, it was all right. I don't I need to I definitely see that again. haven't seen it since I was an age that had double digits. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, you were like, once was enough for me. I don't need to see that again. You know what movie I really liked when I was a kid and probably watched way more? <laughs> what? Jurassic Park 3. Oh, my God. I really liked that movie you're when I was a kid. You're a fucking lame kid, and you're a lame adult. <laughs> you, should, you should go back. And I just... like Jurassic Park. Uh, but Jurassic Park 3 is just not. I good. remember that at some point in my recent adult life, I watched the scene that you love to make fun of. Um... Because I remember seeing it like on TV one day. The scene helped me out with the line where Newman's making fun of the guy who doesn't want to be recognized. <laughs> Dotson, we've got Dotson here. <laughs> I, I love that. Part. Yeah, I saw that scene recently. Um, okay. I just, I can't believe it. Can't believe what? You watched Jurassic Park once, and you're like, mm. not but, once. But you repeatedly, throughout your life, have watched Jurassic Park. I've w- seen Jurassic Park three. one. Many times. Before you turned 10 years old. Yes, that's correct. You've seen it zero times in the last two decades. That is also correct. (laughs) How many times in the last two decades have you seen Jurassic Park 3? I probably haven't seen Jurassic Park 3 since I was 12 years old. Man, I don't know what to make of this. This I was a little kid, I didn't know the difference. I'm sure it's terrible, Jack. It it really is. What was most disappointing is that the Dr. Grant character was so great in Jurassic Park 1, and then he's completely excluded in The Lost World, and then he comes back for that piece of shit Jurassic Park 3. I guess they just backed up the Brinks truck for number 3. Maybe. I don't know. But then they lost Goldblum. Um, how about them Cheerios? We, we've stated previously, uh, when, when Brad Scott, comedian and podcaster Brad Scott, was on the show, and he brought us some chocolate Cheerios, said, Cheerios, do they ever miss? Do they, do they ever fail to deliver with, with whole grain goodness? And the answer, not today. It's at least a, a base hit every time. <laughs> yeah, I, I would give Fruity Cheerios the base hit. Uh, so these title. aren't very berry Cheerios. These are fruity. These Cheerios. are fruity Cheerios, and they do taste pretty good. It tastes like tricks, but with less sugar. Yeah, here's what I gotta say, and I'm sorry about this, but I ate a couple, and I was like, "Man, that's real good." And then when you were gone doing something, I forgot what you went to go do. I ate a bunch more. And now I feel like there's a real weird aftertaste. They're still good. I'm not getting any aftertaste on them. But here's what I'll say is, in my opinion, the the one failing of Fruity Cheerios, where they could improve. And that is, if you look at the pieces, we have the, the colorful Fruity pieces, but just like half of them are just plain-ass Cheerios. If I wanted plain ass Cheerios, I'd I'd go to the store and I'd buy that box. 
And that so is weird. The plain Cheerios sort of like cut the sweetness a little bit. And it's not too sweet as it is. I think they could do with with just having the fun fruity ones in there. It is an interesting choice. Because if they just had the fruity ones, they would basically have made a healthier version of tricks, which is fun. Yeah. I'll eat the grown-up version of tricks. Yeah. They, they're all shaped like balls now anyway instead of fun fruit shapes, so yeah, fuck Yeah, fuck em. that, tricks. I have some tricks in that cabinet over there. Do you want to get it and do a, a back-and-forth taste test? You know... What would have been real? After tasting the sweetness of tricks, the uh, the Cheerios will probably just taste like cardboard. Uh, what would have been really smart of us is if we had eaten one of our Cheerios variants the week that we ordered wildflower seeds from General Mills, but we didn't think that far ahead. Okay, so and we didn't do that. We talked last week about the General Mills. Uh, oh my god, there's a prize in the tricks! You got a free troll character. Oh, we already had one of these. We did? Yeah. Oh, what, what troll did we get? I don't know, it was shitty. I gave it away to someone who was at our house. Oh, I meant today. Uh, we got Blue Troll, who looks mad. That's called a Smurf. I haven't seen the, the Trolls movie. I know that's shocking. I just had no desire. Isn't like... These are lame-ass toys. This is a, an issue that I don't know if we've ever really addressed properly on this show. What the fuck happened to prizes and cereal? Used to be so great. A trip down the cereal aisle was almost as good as a trip to the toy store. <laughs> because you got cereal and a toy. When you go to the toy store, you don't also get cereal. You gotta make a choice. There was hardly a cereal without a toy in it. Yeah, and now you're lucky if you find this shitty, subpar, lame troll toy. It is subpar. I mean, I don't know if kids are real into that Trolls movie, but it looked pretty terrible. This is a bad toy, and it should feel bad. (laughs) It is a bad... Well, it does. It looks... He's making a very sour face. He's all blue. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I could do some research on that. Did you see the AV Club put out a video this week about why cartoon characters only have four fingers? Because it's hard to draw. I mean, there's more to it than that. What? What is there? I mean, I could have done more look into it, but there was definitely more to it than that. Um, there was a thing about how... You going to share it? I can do that. Okay. There was at least one thing about how, like, a lot of original cartoon characters were animals. Mm-hmm. There were less humans. Right. And it was already weird to give the animals fingers to begin with, and so... <laughs> they were like, whoa, whoa, you're going to give him fingers? And the guy's like, whoa, on- only four. And they're like, well, okay, that's better. Those are real fruity. They have, like, a very strong, like, perfumey of fruit to them. I gotta say, I don't think I've ever held this opinion of tricks before, but up next to Fruity Cheerios, I'm gonna go with the Cheerios. Yeah, I those, I'm not, I bought those tricks for me. and Maybe I'm, we just got a bad batch. I didn't buy them for the podcast. How many times have 
tricks changed over the years? Like, I don't know. In my lifetime, there's been like 600 versions where they were, they temporarily added a fruit, they took it away, they brought it back, there was the shapes, then there was the swirls, then there was the mixed up shapes, and then there was the balls, and some of them had shapes, and then they went to just the balls, and now there's like no artificial colors, so the cereal is not nearly as brightly colored and rainbow as it used to be. I feel like tricks would be better with milk. Well, we won't know because we don't have any. Yeah, we are out. Um, I, I had my uh, fruity Cheerios with some, some almond milk. Not bad. Yeah, I like almond milk. Um, and we're one week away from my birthday when I'm getting a Fruity Pebbles Funfetti cake. Some, some almond milk for your birthday. Oh, thanks. That would be nice of you. Uh, before we start talking about cereal, there's something I really wanted to talk about. What was it? I don't know. Okay. Four-fingered, uh, four-fingered discount. Oh, we're talking about toys in cereal. Yeah. Um, we should really look into why that went away. It probably has a lot to do with advertising to children. That is part of it. I suspect also it might have something to do with law. Um, I, well, that's what I meant. Well, in this household, we're very aware of the egregious anti-kinder law that the United States has. <clears throat> and that's because some parent and children teams were so fucking stupid that they choked to death on things like the Wonder Ball, which was a chocolate ball that had a little prize inside because kids were trying to eat the whole fucking thing which is stupid because you don't buy the wonder ball for the delicious chocolate it's not that great yeah yeah you buy yeah. the wonder ball to peel away that shitty chocolate and then get a, an exciting toy inside right and these kids were like i just really hungry i don't know i what gotta the- wonder how wonder i gotta wonder you gotta wonder wonder what's in the wonder ball i gotta wonder how they did that how they managed to Can you choke? fit a whole Wonder Ball in your mouth? I mean, probably, but it, it wouldn't be great. <laughs> like, it wouldn't be a pleasant experience. And so there's a company that's very common in Europe and Canada called Kinder, and they make, like, fun little eggs and, and treats and stuff that have toys inside. And they're great, and they're fun, and I enjoy them. People know what Kinder Eggs are. I don't think they do. They do. I, I think there's a lot of people who are We're in the We're very big country. in Europe. Okay. No, that's true. We have European listeners now. <laughs> Hello in Europe. <laughs> um, send us some Kinder Prize, please. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll um, take them. We, uh, will, we love Kinder Eggs. But because of some dumbasses in the United States choking to death now we just can't have them they're illegal to sell anywhere in the US you have to like buy them online and have them imported some bullshit so I think including non-edible things inside even this uh, this tricks toy wasn't inside the bag of cereal it was inside the box in a separate package 
And I think that's part of their deal because they're afraid some kid might dump a troll doll into their bowl of cereal, pour some milk on it, and just shovel it down their gullet without looking. <laughs> and then they'll they'll die with this stupid tuft of hair sticking out of their mouth. <laughs> what, what a gruesome crime scene. And who's to blame? Obviously the cereal manufacturers, right? <laughs> Um, like, I, I am very pro-consumer protection, which will bring us into our next topic. <laughs> okay. But uh, I think this is this is a bridge too far. You're taking away Kinder Eggs, and you're putting these shitty troll toys in, in a separate package. It, and that was another thing. To get your cereal prize, you didn't get it right away. It's at the bottom. Yeah. My mom was like, you don't get to just dig the prize out. You you wait until you get to... You eat that, that fucking cereal. cereal, you earn that fucking toy. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, man. Well... Those those were the days when earning something meant eating a lot of cereal. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, you get to the toy and you're like, that's right, I earned this by eating a delicious <laughs> sweet treat that my parents purchased and put in the cabinet. Uh, after a hard day's work I like to put my baking soda submarine in a big old bowl of water (laughs) so uh, consumer protections yeah um hmm for for the fans of ours in, in the United States well I wanted to say when it comes to the kinder eggs it probably has more less to do with the toy inside than we think and more to do with some politician who doesn't want uh to bring in outside dollars to the united states no we still you can buy uh some kinder candy in the u.s just nothing that has the toy inside oh you can buy okay, those well, never delicious mind. delicious bueno bars out at rocket fizz uh so in the united states uh in the past week or so, the Republicans who are in control of uh, Congress and the House of... Well, all of Congress, Senate and the House and the White House, uh, decided they were like, we've made this promise to make America great again. But but how? How do we do it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we said we were going to make America great again... Mm-hmm. And somebody suggested, like, maybe we should give everyone free health care. They're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then somebody was like, Senator- maybe we should pour coal sludge into the creeks. They're like, great plan. Let's get it rolling. Okay. Great ideas, <laughs> Senator Mouse from Florida. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then they're like, all right, guys, our, our rivers and creeks are slowly filling up with black carcinogenic sludge but somehow America's not quite getting great again what else can we do and then someone was like man I don't know like I guess if we were brainstorming for ideas why don't we just like like when I'm brainstorming and trying to come up with a plan I think of like where was the last place that I 
received millions of dollars. <laughs> and I find that often brings me to an answer. And for these people, it was uh, some telecom companies had suggested that maybe we could make America great again. Just, but, just say MAGA. <laughs> we, we could MAGA. We're gonna, we're gonna MAGA like nobody's business. It sounds, it sounds so ugly. <laughs> anyway, it's a gross acronym. They were like, "Hey, Obama, thanks, Obama." Uh, <laughs> he, Whenever talking about Obama, you should always thank him, uh, but with a sarcastic tone. Uh, that part was implied. He, he, you know, got this law passed that protects consumers from having their most personal information uh, collected and sold by internet service providers. And they're like, I know how we can make America great again. What does this have to do with rivers? Consumer protection. There was a, an FCC law that said, hey... You started it off by talking about rivers. Yeah. <laughs> the river of the internet. Uh, all, that, all that information... A river of flowing. data... Uh, and there's quite a bit of sludge in there. Also, <laughs> let's just say I've I, been to the internet. Uh, but now it's legal, or will be very, very soon, for your internet provider to log every site you've ever been to, uh, every every place you go, how much time you spend there, what you look at. They will be able to sell to advertisers or anyone, or, you know. Mostly advertisers and blackmailers and <laughs> I don't know who else. But it's so fucked up because they could get down into the, like, telling your spouse that you, like, looked at your ex-girlfriend's Facebook page for three hours on Saturday evening at 7 p.m. And she'll be like, that's when I was at my aerobics class. Oh. She was the same person who proposed <laughs> the dumping sludge in the river. Mrs. Mickey. Yeah. Her name is Minnie. Sorry. M Mrs. Mickey. I don't... I want to talk about this because I don't think it's going to play out the way that everyone thinks it's going to play out. Okay. For example, there's the... Uh, there's several uh, Kickstarters out there about, hey, let's all buy all the congressmen's data. Well, this is something that's happened in, I think, the UK recently. They passed a similar law that allowed for the, the selling of private information. And this isn't metadata. Like, already a lot of people collect data that's like X number of men aged 18 to 34 visit this type of site 10 times a week or something like that. But now there will be like, Maverick Atterbury I disagree. spent four hours on RedTube.com. <laughs> he looked up anal asian like they can was i going in alphabetical order well i mean have you ever gotten out of the a's <laughs> like uh i don't think it's going to play out like that like i don't well, sorry the, you, yeah the, the, you're the interrupting thing that happened a lot. in europe was that they passed a lot allowing it but put in protections for themselves like politicians are protected and exempt from this i know but even the guy 
from Cards Against Humanity, who started one of those Kickstarters, said, mm-hmm. there's no proof that this is going to work out the way everyone thinks it's going to work out. There's no proof that anyone ever, even advertisers, will mm-hmm. be able to buy Maverick Atterbury's internet search history, specifically. Well, the way I see it, it's not worth risking. Oh, I'm not saying we should have done it. I'm just saying I don't think that everyone should put all their hope into these Kickstarters and pray that we're really going to stick it to them. Yeah. Because I don't think it's going to play out like that. I would love to see Donald Trump's uh, internet history. I mean, even if I was wrong, don't you think they're going to find a way out of it? They're going to weasel out of it somehow? Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway... What I did was I, I bought uh, private internet access. What do you mean? Um, it's something called a VPN, which like... Can't you get one of those for free? Maybe? I don't know. I went with... I, I read up on it. I found that there were two major companies that provide it that seemed to be the most reputable and affordable. And so I paid $40 for one year of protection. And I got it on my phone and my computer. That just like makes me invisible online i guess you're sure that that works i mean i don't really know anything about this. i look like a computer scientist why are you why are you so concerned with this like it's just so fucked up that anything you do like uh okay like facebook collects a lot of data on you but it's all stuff that you voluntarily give to them stone cold uh is waiting. Uh, taste. I got a refresh. call from Steve Austin. Um, oh, you got a call from the United States? You better answer that. <laughs> Do you hate America, Maverick? <laughs> I don't hate America. I just don't want to talk to him. Right Uncle now. Sam's calling, son. <laughs> it's just, it's such a violation. Like, it, and it's hard to say at this point how detailed and how much. Like you said, you don't think they'll be able to, but it could go further and further. Saying it's a slippery slope, you know, you let gay people get married, and then pretty soon people are going to be getting married to horses. That's just the way this stuff works. I don't know if you've ever heard Republicans talk it's just, before. That's just the way the world is. It's just, I mean, I know this is like a human thing, but there are certain things that are like Jack's things that I think you worry about way too much. It's because between the two of us, one of us likes Jurassic Park 3 more than Jurassic Park 1 and the other of us has read 1984 and those are two very different people um okay I just I don't know I don't like the idea of being owned more than I already am it it really bothers you like you have the post-it note on the camera on your computer ooh the post-it note on the camera. I learned something interesting about You're that. You're so worried that someone's going to spy on you masturbating. It's not that I don't want someone to spy on me while I'm masturbating. I totally do. It's <laughs> a thing you're into. But, I, you know, it, I don't want my computer to be an internet glory hole. Like, where does anybody can pop in and see? Well, the I saw a thing recently where a guy was like... He's like, I hope the CIA is watching because when I'm on the computer for a long time, I just take out my balls every once in a while and show them to the camera. Like, nobody wants to see that. It's not that the CIA is watching. Here's what I've heard. 
Um, I you know I listen to the old the the nipper, the NPR on the radio, <laughs> and uh, I they, bet you they're gonna they're gonna pick up on that great nickname you just nipper? gave them the old nipper. <laughs> but let's let's get Ira Glass on the phone. And we've got something big for you here. Uh, chapter one. Chapter one. <laughs> nipper Pierce. Yeah, I just like as soon as I went into an Ira Glass impersonation, I completely blanked on the word acronym. I was, I was gonna say anagram. Uh huh. It's like chapter one. Acronym is a hard word to remember, chapter and I'm one, not an acronym. National Public Radio, also known as NPR. Chapter two, Nipper. It's funnier. <laughs> you didn't do the voice. I don't know. I'm not good at an Ira Glass voice. Okay. It's it's a little high. I can they, do high voices. Okay, so I can only go super high, like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> right, right. Can you do Elmo? Um, I don't. I don't know. What should he say? Elmo loves you. Well, what do you think? Was it pretty good? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, so Jack, listen about the the camera thing. Listen, I'm further... I know spoilers, but I'm further along than you in the television program Black Mirror. <laughs> and I'm I'm sorry to that, inform is you... Is that why you, you got up this morning and shuffled around the house with a blanket wrapped around you looking sad? Yeah, because I watched an episode within the last month. Uh, oh, that's a rough I one. know it brings you down, but I'm going to warn you now so you'll be mentally prepared. There's a, an episode in season three that is about your worst nightmare. Giant squids? No, like as in a guy jerks off to internet porn uh-huh. and then the unthinkable happens. He doesn't finish? <laughs> I'm being serious here. So somebody snaps a photo and... No, they get like a video. Well, same difference. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, so And they blackmail him? Yeah. And what does he do? Uh, well, I'd be like... I, I won't tell you what they ask him to do. I'm going to take away the power from any and all blackmailers right now. I'm announcing right here on a hot mic, I jerk off to internet porn. <laughs> Sometimes it's kind of weird. There, there we go. It's, it's out there. You can't put the cat back in the bag. Um, no, the guy, the, the, the person who emails him threatens to send it to everyone in his contacts if he doesn't do what he says. I won't tell you what he wants but does he want him to fuck a pig is that their go-to on that show <laughs> they do they uh you've seen the the really sad episode about the bike probably like i don't know like 15 minutes maybe okay let's just talk about the bike episode and why it's the best well, I was bringing up that there's an episode that's about your worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. You already told that we covered that. In the part that we didn't lose? Yes. We lost some footage again. We're just talking about the bike. Well, let's just move on from it. We, everything that we talked about in the footage that we lost, we already talked about, and the fact that people aren't going to hear it isn't going to change anything. And um, we don't even know what we covered to bring it up again, so... Okay. So... 
weird. I, like, 40 minutes ago brought up that I saw the movie Kubo and the Two Strings, and then we started talking about Kong Skull Island, because they're the same thing. Was that really the animated movie you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Oh. It was really fucking good. But there's one particular problem with it. Like, it was a great movie. It was fun. It You're like, looks... where's the other string? They got one <laughs> string the whole movie. Um, actually, I think they start out with three strings. But anyway, uh, it looks amazing. The story was great. It was, it was fun to watch. It was very cool. However... It is a, like, Japanese story, very Asian, the the villagers are Asian, the people, the characters, all Asian. But one of the characters is voiced by Matthew fucking McConaughey, and it's so hard to overlook. And there's a part where he goes, bug, samurai bug. And I was isn't, just like, what the, what the fuck? Isn't he in a Miyazaki movie? I'm not sure, but those are also English dubs. With lots of big American stars yeah. in them. Like Liam Neeson, Dakota Fanning. A lot of people have done those. But this is just weird. It's an American-made movie set in Japan with all Japanese characters. And the only like Asian person in the movie is George Takei, who has just like a small part. I mean... They probably just wanted some star power. I know. Same thing with Ghost in the Shell and every other whitewashed uh, <laughs> version. Iron Fist. Um, Death Note coming soon to Netflix. What's that one? It's like a really popular anime where there's a book and oh, every time you write someone, in, oh. and they made a live action version, but it's all a white American. I remember Chris Hardwick talking about that a lot. Um... So yeah, Kubo, fucking great. Matthew McConaughey, not as great. Where do you fall on McConaughey? I don't know. He's aight. I mean, Dallas Buyers Club was really good. I turned it off because I thought it sucked. I like his... uh... I don't know. I guess I don't like him. He's alright, alright, alright. I mean, I really like True Detective. I'm not saying that he's not a good actor. Like, he, he's done some great work. It's just something about him is off-putting. You know what? I'm thinking about it now. I don't like him. <laughs> I think I, True Detective would have been a good show without him. Uh, I enjoy some of his work, but I do know that he... Uh, I, I, my brother-in-law is in the military, and he was serving in... The Middle East and uh, Matthew McConaughey made a little trip out there with his movie Sahara uh, show it for the troops before it hit theaters and everything and uh, I guess he was a real fucking dick to all, all the troops he seems like a fucking dick he does seem like a fucking dick let's let's talk about uh, you heard it here throwing down the gauntlet <laughs> McConaughey's a dick that person that we've never met is is a real jerk. I mean, I I don't know anything about what he's like in real life. He just seems like the kind of guy who's probably yeah. a dick in real life. True. Let's um. Let's talk about House of Cosby's. 
I'm familiar with Cosby. I've watched the Cosby show a lot growing up, and that was a houseful of Huxtables, I guess. Yeah, there was no Cosbys in that house. No. Well, there was one. We uh, we heard about this cartoon when Claptrap was on our show. You guys know Claptrap. David Eddings, soon-to-be movie star. He told us that uh, there was a he cartoon. He told us about Kong Skull Island. How about that? He did? What? Yes. What are you talking about? Well, his, his buddy is the one who made it. He's friends with Justin Vogue Roberts? Yeah, I think and so. And we didn't ask him about Kings of Summer? I don't remember. Kings of Summer is a great movie, and everybody listening to this should go watch it. Fantastic. So, uh, he told us that before Justin Roiland became famous from Rick and Morty, he made a uh, an internet short called House of Cosby's, which I had previously watched before today, uh, based on that recommendation. You had not, right? I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. So it's about a guy who is obsessed with Cosby, so he gets a Cosby hair. He spends 10 years building a, a, a cloning machine, mm-hmm. and then he creates several Cosby clones. You're, you're, so, fl- you're flinging your troll toy around like you want to say something. What you just said there, all of that, was contained very neatly in the fantastic opening theme of this show. It is a good theme song. We've had a lot of theme songs that either provide no information or context or for example, street sharks it's just they fight and they bite the street sharks. (laughs) And so on into perpetuity. And then Cowboys of Moo Mesa gives this like extremely long detailed like it's like the bible of Mumesa, like, it is an in epic. the beginning a comet came down <laughs> like it's so long yeah but it fits the show because it is a succinct theme song that encompasses the entirety of the premise for a show that is only four and a half minutes long yeah. and there are only four episodes of it um, so I, I did kind of enjoy the joke at the end of each episode they say next time on and it basically just gives you something that fills in the gap they never show that stuff in the next episode it's already happened so it feels like there are five episodes of this show there are four episodes there, there are five no there are four there are four because uh, after the fourth one was made, there was a cease and desist letter, mm-hmm. and Justin Roiland had a very close friend die in a car accident. Oh. And so he gave the letter to his friends that worked with him on the show, mm-hmm. and they made what they like to call an unofficial mockumentary episode finale. Gotcha. That is not considered canon among House of Cosby fans to be an episode so of the show. you already answered one of my questions, which was, is that cease and desist letter featured in episode five real? Yeah. So the the lawyers of Cosby really did send a letter to Justin Rowland asking him to stop making the show. If he had made, if he just waited a while and made the show now, Cosby's lawyers are way too busy <laughs> with other <laughs> things to mess with this. They can't worry about this at all. Yeah. Then again, if anything, they would be like, "Keep on making it. This content is so much more flattering than the real news coming out." Yeah, I don't. I don't know that Justin Roiland would have made the show today. But I think uh, maybe it would have had a very different uh, content. <laughs> right, 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 right. But yeah, uh, he really did get that letter, and then he was just 
too broken up about his friend passing to be able to continue the show. And so there's the last episode is like two minutes long and it's just like very poorly childlike hand drawings. It's Bill getting his dick but it's like a it's like a not that lawyer. They they're not allowed the letter says they're not allowed to impersonate his voice. So the stick drawing of a guy is like a white guy British voice and his name is Bill Boop. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and he gets his dick sucked by his own lawyer. No, not the lawyer. It was definitely not him. Yeah, he said he's definitely not Bill Cosby's lawyer. And then he fucks a dog. It's it, Honestly, that last episode is kind of, like, immature and stupid. But it's so funny, though. Like, because I wasn't even sure if it was real, like... Or if it was that the purpose of the entire show was to build up... Because it, it goes on this, like, epic global it, scale. The where plot moves very quickly. It's like, um, it reminded me of Rising Stars. <laughs> Rising Stars is a comic book in which the trajectory of the uh, magnitude of events happening is so, like, it just blows it begin, up. Yeah, it begins in one small town with a handful of kids. What was it, 44? It's a it, what's what's surprising about Rising Stars is the is the power level because yeah, the, the plot it's is over nine thousand without yeah <laughs> without getting into it too much because we're not talking about Rising Stars we're talking about House of Cosby's it's about a group of super powered individuals who find out that when one of them dies that power is transmitted among the so others they become exponentially more powerful as right. time goes on and it's not like some of them slowly die off and it becomes. You know, like, mm-hmm. they all get a little bit more yeah. powerful. Like, by the end of the first Once, uh, once trade someone gets paper. ultra-powerful by someone dying, they're like, well, fuck, I'm going to start killing people, yeah. and then I'll become God. They become insanely powerful. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's off-topic. I don't even remember how that Fantastic, really... House of Cosby's moves quickly, is what we were talking about. And yeah. then it suddenly turns into a stick-figure drawing of a guy getting his dick sucked. Yeah, it, it goes from multiplicity episode one is like hey if i make more cosby's they'll clean my house and stuff yeah i mean it's very multiplicity mixed with the smurfs and the animation it reminded me of like brendan small Mm -hmm. meets rick and morty like you can tell there's some of that style that makes its way into rick and morty but it's so rudimentary and it even has some of the almost squiggle vision type stuff which early brendan small stuff has well justin roiland made drew the show in photoshop and mm-hmm. his friend edited it animated Flash. it in adobe after effects okay gotcha so that's why it has that that sort of home movies look to it and 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 yeah i'm kind of ripping on that on that finale but it is what it is because they got the letter justin Rowland wasn't able to be involved in it they had to do something but really it it almost works as its own joke if the cease and desist letter wasn't real, that final episode could still work brilliantly as a hilarious you really fell for it? Did you think that this series of five minute cartoons about hundreds of Cosby clones that have superpowers was going somewhere real? You fucking dope. No, it's a joke. Right. Yeah. Right. And and we already said this, but I think it should be stated again. This is from 2005. It's way before there were any widespread <sighs> allegations about all the stuff that we all I, have heard about now. I miss 
I miss Cosby. Like, I... I miss the public persona of Bill Cosby that we had for so many years. I loved the Cosby show. I watched it so much. I watched Cosby, which was his, like, reboot sort of show that he did years later. I, I used to love all that stuff when I was young. I had I would listen to Cosby Records with my grandma. I even have one that she gave me because she had a, a duplicate. And now it's like, oh, but also he, like, raped 100 people. I mean... There was a lot of really 50. There was a lot of really poignant stuff that Dave Chappelle said about it mm-hmm. in his most recent Netflix special and I relate to it when it comes to my feelings about Chris Benoit. Like I I don't know. I guess I I guess it's just because I had no connection to Cosby when I was a little kid. I mm-hmm. I knew he was the guy from Kids Say the Darndest Things. Right. I knew the Jello stuff. Right. I Ghost had, Dad, obviously. Classic. I've, I've never seen that. I've never seen the Cosby you only Show. Seen Ghost Dad 3. I, uh, I heard some of his albums later on in life, and mm-hmm. I thought they were really good and really funny. They are. Uh, but then I look at... And, and so it doesn't mean as much to me. I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't like affect right. my legacy of him that we have these allegations. But then I look at someone like Chris Benoit, and I want so badly for other people to see it the way I do, which is that we can't discredit everything that happened up to this point. Well, Chris Benoit is a, a completely different thing. He was suffering from a serious mental Let's not say completely different. Okay. All right. That's, that's fair. Everyone knew and loved this man, and then it came out that he did a horrible and terrible thing. Right. It is different. It's not completely different. I suppose so. And and some would like to discredit everything he did up until that moment. Including the WWE. Because of that moment. And I think what Chappelle was trying to say that I can relate to is we can't, even though all that Cosby stuff was going on while that good stuff was going on, we can't, because we didn't know. It's possible for a truly terrible person to do something really good and he did do some really good things oh yeah because i forgot I, I i was just thinking of Chappelle talking about him like putting black people on tv i forgot putting that Chappelle through college yeah i forgot that Chappelle like, talked about all the money he donated yeah do you know that uh bill cosby oh shit uh that he has heated well used to have Heated leather floor in his home. No. Leather? That sounds terrible. Heated leather? Because it would be soft and smooth and warm. I just don't like leather. I don't want leather clothing or in my car or leather anywhere. That's your problem with Bill Cosby is his leather floor. You know what? I'm not really into baseball because they got those gloves and just... And the ball itself is actually leather. Yeah. Get it away from me. I don't want any baseball. (laughs) But football's okay because it's pigskin. Uh, is that not, like, the same process? I mean, I don't even think it's real pigskin anymore. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Football's okay, then. You know? Um, yeah. Well, would you recommend House of Cosby's to someone? Yeah, it, I mean, it took, what, like, 15 minutes to watch Each the whole... episode is about five minutes. So, it took 25 minutes to watch the entire series. Definitely less than 25 minutes. Because the last one's real short. It was funny, and I it's very would like funny. to know where it was going. Obviously, I, I think you have to say that he had big plans because of... Because 
you know, if you haven't watched the show and you're looking for something to entice you about it, it's that he makes a couple of Cosby clones and they are multiplicity style where each one has a unique personality mm-hmm. trait and it very much focuses on that trait. But then the secret he finds out at the end of the first episode is that every 10th Cosby has a superpower. So then he's making hundreds and they get progressively more powerful. I don't even think it was him that made them. He had like one Cosby who was like curiosity cosby or like cause trouble curiosity cosby Cosby did initially cause the discovery of cosby number 10 which was the data analysis cosby who then put together all the information about every 10th cosby would have superpowers and they would all be unique and have greater and greater power as time goes on and that they could solve like world hunger and war and save the planet and yes. so they basically made it their mission to continue cloning Cosby's in order to save the world. Yes. Including Co- Cosbet or Cosbyet, whatever, who ended up marrying the main character and having his baby. Yes. A comic book writer that I really like named Jonathan Hickman mm-hmm. has a Fantastic Four run that he did where Reed Richards discovers a dimension Like, you know, there are many alternate Mm. dimensions of the Marvel Universe. He discovers one where all the Reed Richardses from every dimension get together. The Council of Ricks. Yeah. The Council of Reeds. Yeah. Yeah. And they solve... Their idea is that they're going to, quote, solve everything. That's their, like, solution that Mm -hmm. they work on. They're going to fix every problem. So they're looking for uh, a final solution. You're making a a smile like I'm supposed to get the joke. It's a Holocaust joke. Oh, well, not a Holocaust joke, a reference, we'll say. Okay. The final solution was the Nazis' idea to eliminate Jews because they were causing all the problems. I see. Speaking of, I watched another animated movie this past week. Okay. Sausage Party. Yeah? Not bad. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. I thought it was not bad. I remember I asked you, I, I was dying to get a review when that movie came out because I was like, I don't know if I want to see it. And I, I was like at, begging people to tell me about it. And when you saw it, you were like... It was funny. I didn't laugh out loud once, and I had the exact same experience where I was like, this is pretty good, and none of it actually made me laugh. It's uh, it's not a bad movie. I went in with very low expectations. I bet you did, too. It's a great commentary. That's That's really what it's meant to be. All the stuff with the Edward Norton character, and then the... The halal? Yeah, like that the, other guy. Yeah. All the stuff about, like... The Middle East and, mm-hmm. and same-sex relationships. Like, it was very interesting, I think. Just the overall idea of this is what religion is. I was like, it's pretty good. And the also the important lesson at the end where he's like, you can't just be a dick and tell everyone that they're wrong. That doesn't help anything. Also, Michael Sarah as a condom was really funny. Was Michael Sarah a condom? I thought Michael Sarah was the little bitty sausage. There was a condom in it. Who was the condom? I don't remember. He was in it for two seconds. That scene was really funny, though. It was. It was kind of horrifying. It was somebody famous. It was like, if if your condom was alive, what would it experience? Yeah. And it was not good. That was a very funny scene. Uh, Anything else about... Should we... I mean, like, is it obvious why we watched House of Cosby's? Do people know why we watched House of Cosby's? I guess this is kind of big news. I I would assume everyone knows by now, but uh, Rick and Morty Season 3 premiered on April Fool's Day. Yeah, and They put it out as a joke, and a lot of people dismissed it. were like, okay. 
foot it was really happening. So the joke was that everyone who thought it was a joke got fucked and didn't watch it. Yeah, and I missed it. Not because of the joke, just because I was busy and then I never got around to it until a couple of days ago when it was no longer available. Well, let me tell you, it was pretty great. Oh, one more thing about Sausage Party while I'm looking at the cast. Nick Kroll gave like... The, an, is he the douche? Yes. He yeah. gave like an Oscar-worthy performance. Nick Kroll has now in two completely separate universes, as two completely separate characters, been a character named the douche. Yes, he has. This is true. Uh, but he did a really, really, really great job. Um... So anyway, are you ready to wrap this up? Is there anything else you absolutely have to bring up? Um, well, Rick and Morty season three was fantastic. Yeah, I'll, I'll see it when I see it. And this is a, a big thing going on now. Is that the end scene was Rick revealing that like he has this entire plan, his sole focus in life, and everything that he does is going to be to get McDonald's to bring the. Mulan era chicken nugget Szechuan sauce pack. Which has become the only thing anyone talks about on my Facebook feed. It at is all. a hugely trending topic in life and on the internet. Yeah, I mean, so Justin ex- Roiland does it. kind of do the, the thing of like, let's just look at the camera and say what I really want to yeah. say. And that's, that's definitely uh, one of those moments. He doesn't do wink at the camera jokes, he does grab the camera. <laughs> Look into it and yell at them. Yeah. I don't know. I can't find the voice of the condom. Um, yeah. Pretty, pretty unimportant. Right. Black Mirror is sad. Uh, Rush is fucked up. So Here, is the here's US. a fucked up thing. Real quick. Really mm-hmm. quick fucked up thing. Can we just talk about how insane it is that David Crumholtz, you know who that is? This guy. Mm-hmm. David Crumholtz is not Jake Johnson <laughs> and Oscar Isaac all look like sort of different universe versions of the same person. Like, are they just triplets separated at birth, or what is the deal with House that? of Crumholtz? Somebody mean, just cloned him, and each one is a little bit different. And and Crumholtz number ten is obviously Oscar Isaac, who has the superpower of being a fantastic actor. Yeah, yeah. Well. I don't know what the deal with that is, but I feel like there's a conspiracy afoot. Let's wrap it up. All right. Bye. Wrap it up. Always wrap it up, kids. Wrap it up.